No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Go. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us. Wednesday night edition Daily Boogie Podcast. How are you? It's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. Hope you had a lovely couple of days because I certainly did. Let me tell you about all the things I've been doing. Places to go, people to see, experiences to have. Coming to you live. Coming to you live, directly live from month two of lockdown. Month two of lockdown right here in Sydney. Let me tell you, it's been an action-packed lockdown so far. We've had many threats from government types, analysis from media. We've also had some coercion taking place, Bob. Tell me about the coercion. Well, it's it's, it's top-shelf co- uh, coercion out there on the field, mate. Let me tell you. Plus, we've also got the Olympics happening. That should be a nice, friendly distraction away from the crippling sanctions that ordinary people are feeling every day. Back to you, Bob. Thank you for joining us on the Wednesday night. Hey, everything's going great edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. So glad you could join us. Uh, Please share the show out if you want to. If you don't want to, I understand. I wouldn't either if I were you. I rarely share. Why should I share? Fuck it. It's for me. It's my show and nobody else should listen to it. Fuck sharing. Fuck sharing. No. The less people that know about this, the better it is, because then... (laughs) Then you see, then it becomes cool. So I've been told anyway by cool people. Cooler than me. I don't know if they were cool or not, but they were cooler than me. So I guess I have to listen to them. Respect your elders. And there's a lot of that going on tonight. Respect the experts. Listen, you know, believe in the truth and the science and all that stuff. We're going to go over some of that. It is the New York edition of the Live from Lockdown mini-series. Hopefully it doesn't end like Game of Thrones or, you know, <laughs> other... other sh- most, most shows have a failed ending, though, don't they, really? It's funny, like, everyone complains about the endings to really good shows, but they're not really complaining about the ending. They're complaining about the fact that it's ending, you know? Because if a show's really popular and you you have, a, like, a really good, like, a deep connection to it, like you're invested in the stories and stuff, when it ends, you're never going to say, wow, that was satisfying, you know? It's such a stupid, stupid argument. In saying that, like, I only watched The Sopranos maybe... A year ago, for the first time, never watched it when it was out. I love mafia movies and shit. I love mobster movies. But I wasn't a big, you know, TV series kind of guy. I've always been someone, like, if I watch TV, it's sport mostly. <laughs> and then, you know, then I, outside of that, news, flick around CNN and MSNBC, see what the fuck these guys are talking about. And speaking of CNBC, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us, the New York edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. CDC reverses indoor mask policy, saying fully vaccinated people and kids should wear them indoors. Oh, Oh, I'm I'm glad they're keeping us safe. At this point, somebody, you know, at this point, somebody usually kind of rolls into the conversation and says, why are you talking about America for? 
Why don't you worry about your own goddamn country? What are you talking about America for? You jealous, bro? To which I normally reply something along the lines of, well, if you don't want everybody around the world talking about you, then you should cease to be a superpower. Deal? Oh, no, we're America. We run the whole world. Oh, okay. Stop talking about America. But hang on, aren't you the guys who run the run the thing? We're reporting up the chain here. You know? <laughs> Imagine if you had, like, a sexual harassment complaint or something with somebody you work with and you go into the boss's office and say, hey, you know, you're the guy running everything. You keep telling everybody that you're running everything. So I have noticed this thing where this... This guy keeps grabbing my breast every time I go into the lunchroom. I don't even know why he's in there all the time. He's always in there, just leaning against the fridge, drinking a Pepsi. Every time I go in there. Get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about the company for? Just do what we say. So the reason that the CDC is important, like, around other parts of the world is simply because they're kind of running the show. They're kind of quarterbacking this thing right now for everybody not just not just the united states but for everyone because everybody refers to cdc uh data and statistics right that's what comes with being an authority on whatever subject you're an authority on everybody's going to cite it so of course whatever the cdc says then that's what goes because we trust the science here ladies and gentlemen we listen to the experts. CDC reverses indoor mask policy saying fully vaccinated people and kids should wear them indoors. That's reassuring. Uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommended Tuesday that fully vaccinated people begin wearing masks indoors again. Hey, it's just going to be two more weeks. <laughs> I'm glad somebody's out there keeping me safe. Hey. Hey, it's just two more weeks. It's just it's just wearing masks inside one more time. It's just one more booster shot. It's just one more vaccination. It's just one more scientific discovery. And then, and only then, like only if you keep, you know, you've got to trust the science here. You've got to keep listening to the experts. So it's only going to be one more variant. There's only going to be one more cluster. You're only going to need one more booster shot. We're only going to have to lock down one more time. Hey, this time it will work. <laughs> Boogie, that's ridiculous. You sound like a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I'm sure it'll work this time. You're right. The uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommended Tuesday that fully vaccinated people begin wearing masks indoors again in places with high COVID-19 transmission rates, ladies and gentlemen. The agency is also recommending kids wear masks in schools this fall. Johnny. Hey, thanks, man. Good to see you. Shout out Mersh, Nightwave Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he's a good fucking guy. You know. <laughs> Nightwave Radio with a diamond. Thank you for the diamond, sir. Thank you for joining us. This is this is a shout out to old New York, New York City. Cause I I, I having never been to New York. I'm sure it's different for you because you grew up there. So any magic that exists in a tourist sense would probably be beaten out of you by the time you're in middle school, you know? So I understand because it would be the same for Sydney, right? Oh, I want to I wanna see the Opera House in the Harbour Bridge. Oh, that's good. Do you want me to take you to the, uh, to the alleyways where the heroin junkies live? Because I see them a lot. <laughs> I, I, I've never done the tour of the Opera House. I haven't lived here my whole life. Never been there. Really? It's so beautiful. Yeah, I know. 
Hey. Hey, I, I can show you where a guy got shot last week. Do you want to see that? <laughs> but still, there is this kind of cultural allure that exists with New York, I think, for foreigners. Um, and, you know, it's just good to know that we're not all on our own here. Health experts fear Delta, ladies and gentlemen, the already dominant form of the disease in the US. So it's already kicking ass. It's taking over. Delta is, oh, mate, Delta is going to obliterate you. It's going to be worse than the emus. Disease in the US is hitting states with low vaccination rates. Again, this is CNBC. This isn't some right-wing conspiracy website, okay? We like to trust the science here, ladies and gentlemen, trust the experts. Uh, moderators, could you please ban anybody that is saying any problematic or inappropriate things in the chat immediately? Because we do not want them here. Because we trust the experts, ladies and gentlemen. We do. <laughs> Those states are now being forced to reintroduce mask rules, capacity limits, and other public health measures that they've largely rolled back in recent months. A couple of days, I just had this thought a couple of days on Twitter. And I was like, you know what? I, I think you're being set up for a fall here, Ameribro. You know I love you, my American brothers and sisters. You know I'm a big fan. I love what you do. But I just have this feeling like you're getting set up for somebody to just come up behind you and like a baton strike to the back of the kneecap, you know, just drop you, bang. Oh, because I've got a feeling it's it just looks like it's setting up for, hey, go and have your summer. I mean, in England, to, to the corresponding uh, season in England, summer in England, you know, they, they had Freedom Day, ladies and gentlemen. They gave you one day to celebrate freedom. Aren't they so generous with us? You know, what I love most about the government is they consider our feelings on things, right? They're here to protect democracy. Yeah. They're building fortresses and castles around democracy, protecting this, this gentle, timid little flame flickering its last flicker. God, I love them. They really do care for us. Dr. Anthony Fauci said it's a dynamic situation. It's a work in progress. It evolves like in so many other areas of the pandemic. You see, you can't really nail anything down. I mean, trust the science, but don't ask for hard numbers. <laughs> trust the science, but don't ask too many questions about the details. I mean, yeah. We really were just hoping for you to slap a trust the science bumper sticker on the back of your car and, you know, scoot off into the sunset and never have to worry about you again. But unfortunately, some people are being difficult out there. Karen sent me flaccid with the diamond. Thank you for joining us, Steph, in honor of JJ. Oh, can I? All right, I'll get to that. I'll, I'll copy and paste it because it's you. <laughs> because it's you sending it to me. But then I'll I'll get to it later on. Because we're doing a thing here, man. Oh, okay. All right, right. you want to do this now? You want to do this now, Steph? Okay. <laughs> this is what Steph sent me. Okay. Drummer from Slipknot. Apparently he died. I didn't even know who he was. When they were saying Joey somebody, they were like, oh, rest in peace, Joey. Didn't even know who he was. Thank you Thank for, you coming. for coming. I'll, I'll see, see you in hell. 
Didn't even know who he was. And then somebody put it together. Oh, he was with Slipknot. And then I was like, oh, okay. I didn't even know he was still alive, mate. Had no idea. I haven't thought about it in a long time. But apparently he's dead. So thank you for reminding us, Steph. That's very nice of you. Karen sent me flaccid later. Here's Charlie. Johnny. Hey, Daywave. Thanks for joining us, man. Royce Lopez. Good man. Um, so it's a dynamic situation. It's evolving. But what I like about this health experts fear Delta. Minister of Fun, Kimmy with a diamond. At least it wasn't the pussy melter people. Yeah, what are they again? I don't know. It's like a it's like an American ripoff of Spinal Tap, but they're still doing it. Whoever that is. What are they called, Steph? Please don't send another link. <laughs> just just type it. Please don't send another link. Because I'm not gonna play another one of them. All right, drummer from Slip. Everyone, everyone, the drummer from Slipknot is dead. Okay. <laughs> I just think you all needed to know that right now. Yeah, I bet he wasn't even vaccinated, huh? I bet he wasn't even, I bet he was a fucking anti-masker. Ironically, because it was Slipknot, you see? You see what I did there? Come on. What else can you get for nothing here? 6 p.m. So this paragraph from this article, health experts fear Delta, already the dominant form of the disease in the US, is hitting states with low vaccination rates. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Let's double check. Not to doubt the, uh, you know, CNBC or anything, but, you know, just we like to, you know, trust the science, right? Trust the facts. So I went to the Mayo Clinic, who conveniently has a nice little map here. Now, have you noticed in the last couple of weeks, they've been really pushing Florida's shit in. They're kind of setting up for a nice, you know, a big baton strike to the back of DeSantis's kneecaps. They want to take him down a peg or two. So it's all about, oh, look, Florida's falling behind. It's all fucking falling apart in Florida. Now, that the CDC has reversed, and experts are saying that apparently, um, you know, the reason that everybody needs to wear a mask inside again is because of the states that have low vaccination rates. Amongst the narrative that the Florida vaccination rate or the, the, you know, the level of cases in Florida is like kind of fueling the rest of the crisis. Do you see what I'm saying here? This is the way that they're setting you up. Karen said me flaccid with a diamond. Just because you said not to, freedom, link below. Thank you for the link, Steph. I'm not even going to look. I'm not even going to look. <laughs> Thank you for the diamond, sir. <clears throat> so conveniently, I found this little nice little map here from the Mayo Clinic. Uh, here are the rates of fully vaccinated people in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Now, as we know, the the two states that have most publicly and for, in a forward manner adopted the new guidelines, whatever they are, as soon as they come out. I mean, California was talking about wearing masks indoors again, whether you're vaccinated or not, like a month ago. New York started two weeks ago. So... Because this current crisis is caused by the states like Florida, which apparently have low vaccination rates, which is the line they're going with right now, right? Because of that situation, you you surely must believe that places like California and New York must be just like so far ahead of everybody when it comes to vaccination rates, right? Because I mean, they're the safest, but if it wasn't for places like Florida, everything would be falling apart, you see. Well, conveniently, 
Uh, the California fully vaccinated rate is a 52.4%, ladies and gentlemen. Well done, California. I see they're keeping people safe in California. 52.4% of California fully vaccinated. Of course, when you consider the, you know, the potential problem of data collection in a place like California is, you have to imagine that the 52, that's 52% of people that they have like on record and registered. Because <laughs> there, of course, is going to be you know, however many multiples of millions of people that aren't on any official record in California because they're there illegally. So, I mean, California, 52.4% of their recorded population, which might be like, you know, 75% of what it actually is, depending on who you listen to. 52.4% of them have, you know, they're keeping people safe. Well done, California. Now, the other agitator in this little discussion here, I think, is New York. Now, New York has 56.7% of the population, ladies and gentlemen, fully vaccinated. Well done for New York. They're doing well, aren't they? Little big New York up there. 56.7%. Those are special numbers. Now, remember, the people who are caught... The, the, the reason that New Yorkers and Californians now need to wear a mask inside again, right is because of states like Florida, which are lagging behind. Florida, 48.5% fully vaccinated. With a population that's actually bigger than New York's over a much bigger space. It's incredible. Isn't that wild? Yet. Yet. That quote again. It's a dynamic situation. It's a work in progress. It evolves like so many other areas of the pandemic, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Health experts fear Delta, already the dominant form of the disease in the US, is hitting states with low vaccination rates. Those states are now being forced to reintroduce mask rules. They're all like at the top capacity limits and other public health measures that they've largely rolled back in recent months. So mask mandates pour in nationwide after CDC revises guidance for vaccinated people. <laughs> Dr. Anthony Fauci now to translate the CDC's uh, information, because as you know, it's very complicated. Normal, you know, you normal dim-witted peasants out there, you rubes out there, you couldn't possibly understand how science works. So we need to present somebody like Dr. Fauci who can give it to you in a way that makes sense to you. So let's have a look here. Data were clear. Now that we have a Delta variant, that has changed the entire landscape. Because when you look at the level of virus in the nasopharynx of a vaccinated person who gets a breakthrough infection That's with it. Delta, it is exactly the same as the level of virus in an oh. unvaccinated oh. person who's oh, that's, that's the problem. So those data were very compelling, and that triggered the change in the CDC guideline. Data were clear. Now that we have a Delta variant, that has changed the entire landscape. Because when you look at the level of virus in the nasopharynx of a vaccinated person, 
who gets a breakthrough infection with Delta, it is exactly the same as the level of virus in a unvaccinated uh. person who's infected. That's the problem. So those data are very compelling, and that triggered the change in the CDC guideline. Simple as that. <laughs> now you know. You see, it's because something in the human nose made it different, okay? You got that? You're following along? Something made it different. It's something in your nose. Therefore, everything we've said up to up until yesterday is now kind of, you know, take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> hey, just just two more weeks, you guys. Didn't you hear? All you have to do, all you have to do is wear masks indoors for two more weeks and then everything will go back to normal. Everything's going to be fine. This is cute. Have a look at this. And yes, before anyone says so, yes, I am the kind of person that is so boring and spiteful and bitter and twisted that I will read things like the insurance journal. <laughs> so I was flicking through the insurance journal and I came across this little number. Pressure on workers to get vaccine grows as patience runs thin for US employers. Oh, them's fighting words. Right? Sounds like someone's a little cranky. Do you remember us talking on this show about six months ago, eight months ago, something like that? Like I, I, I gave to you, you know, I, I gave you the proposition that if it were to go a certain way, then here's how it will go, right? The governments don't have to make uh, vaccine vaccinations mandatory. They don't. They don't have to do that. But what you might see, you know, in this alternate universe that wouldn't in any way mimic the reality that we live in right now. Of course, this is just fantasy and speculation, of course. But in that in that alternate reun, you know, reality, um, that insurance companies will start charging higher premiums to companies if they aren't if they can't prove that the you know the workforce is one hundred percent vaccinated. Because they'll say it's a public health issue, and the and the, you know the insurance companies will say, "Well, look, I'm sorry, Jim. I'm sorry, Jim. You know, you might own Jim's fucking plumbing service or something. Sorry, Jim. Um, uh, I'm afraid unless you can provide us with the with the relevant information that proves that without any doubt that you know your entire you have COVID safety protocols in place. Remember, this will be around for years and years. They keep telling us we should start listening to them." Years and years and years, they reckon. So, uh, you know, in, in order to, you know, carry on as a business, you're going to have to prove to us that you're taking the certain, you're, you're complying with government regulations, etc., 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 right? And of course, if you don't, then, you, you know, insurance is going to cost more. So then you're kind of uh, painting the employee, uh, the employers into a corner now because they'll have to give an ultimatum to their workers and say look it's not on me bob it's not my it's not my fault bob the insurance company's coming down and i'm afraid if you want to keep your job here you're going to have to take the vaccine and who can blame bob for taking the vaccine because bob would know uh in a kind of manufactured recession that we're about to go through that if bob doesn't take the vaccine and, and keep his job then there's 500 fucking assholes lining up on the street to take bob's job right 
So who can blame Bob? It's not going to be Bob's fault either. But that's how, you know, that's how you as a government can say and honestly mean it and tell the truth and say people, we're not forcing anybody to take it. They don't have to force people to take it. Have a look at this. This is from Spectrum News, which is apparently from the five boroughs. I don't know. Private sector wary of mandating vaccine, experts say. Come September, New York City's roughly 340,000 municipal workers, including teachers and police officers, will be required to either get vaccinated or face weekly COVID-19 testing. So, you, you know... We, we we progressed from like it started as pre-employment screening those were the words that you would use right so before you can get a job here you're going to have to go through a medical a physical exam right take a drug test which you know I, I've got to be honest here even I understand you know I don't necessarily agree if I was running a business that required people to be you know sane sober and rational and, and you know I would do the same thing so I can't blame them for that and again it's probably an insurance thing right most things are in business now they're insurance things litigation things so you know I can understand that but we've gone from that to Okay, now we're just going to have random tests at the work site. Okay. So now maybe once a month or once every six months or whatever, now we're just going to have a guy show up. And when you show up for work, he's going to be here and you won't know. And it's going to be a random test. And it's like, oh, well, that's a little different. Because now you're kind of like consent is turning into kind of a gray area there, right? And we've so we've gone from that to now the situation in, you know, New York, which means it's going to happen in other places too. Um, you know, now the situation for these New York workers is, well, now they have to do that every week. They have to show, but it's not like a drug test or anything. They're not, you know, testing to see if they've been drinking like too much the night before or something. They're not testing for anything like that. They're testing to make sure that you're not sick every week. They're going to be there. Got your paperwork, sir. It's wild, huh? 2021, ladies and gentlemen. In announcing the rule, Mayor Bill de Blasio made it clear that he hoped the private sector would follow his lead, saying he hoped that at minimum institute his testing or vaccine mandate. So now he's just openly saying to business, please do what I want. Please do what I want you to do and do this. See, first you had the carrot. First you had the carrot. It was the beer and the donuts and the fucking NASCAR tickets and the tour of the castle in England or Dracula's castle, whatever the fuck it was. We covered them. I can't remember. There were so many of them. I can't remember. So first you had the little carrots being fed to you like a donkey. And, you know, if you stop walking now after getting all of those carrots, well, then I'm afraid it's time for the stick. And out comes a stick and then whack across your rump. That'll get a moving again. That'll get that donkey walking. Whack! Out comes the fucking stick. You know, now you've got your leaders coming out and saying, hey, look, you know what? You can be you, you can be vaccine hesitant if you want, but guess what? We're gonna ban you from working. What do you think of that? We're gonna ban you from having a job. 
that's the stick. That's the fucking stick right there. That's the stick. Because who can blame you? Who can blame you? Well, I've got to keep my job. How else am I going to put food on the table? And in this in this economy, you know, now's not the time to be walking out on jobs. So you'll do it. And no one can blame you for it. In some cases, they are waiting for the Food and Drug Administration to change the COVID-19 vaccine's provisionary emergency uh, authorization to full approval, putting them on par with vaccines like those for measles and mumps. Yeah, it's just so common. Others want to see the federal, not local government, through the CDC, encourage mandatory vaccination. (laughs) Isn't that cute? Don't you love that? No, no, we're just encouraging mandatory vaccination. We're not forcing mandatory vaccination. (laughs) If you're just encouraging it, why do you use the term mandatory? No, no, we strongly suggest you take this mandatory medicine. (laughs) No, we're not forcing anybody. However, the mandatory vaccination is there if you want it. (laughs) What? (laughs) I mean, only if you want to. But how come it's called the mandatory vaccination? Well, it's there if you want it. Do you want it or not? Well, not at the moment. Well, it'll be there when you do, and you will. You will want it. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to keep your job. <laughs> Otherwise, we're not even going to let you earn a living. So you'll want it. Right, great. I choose the mandatory vaccination over poverty. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, here's the man himself, Big Big, <laughs> big Bill. Years old. The, the Blasio. De Blasio, you're a fucking, fucking cunt rag. And look, I'm a parent. My kids went to New York City public schools. Yep. If my kids were going to school in September, I would be running to get them vaccinated right now. Of course. And, and like was said a moment ago, you, we he could probably, when he runs, you know, because he's very tall, isn't he? Very lanky. I reckon when he runs, it would look like a normal person. I'll see you in hell. When he runs, I reckon it would look like a normal person doing that silly Monty Python walk, you know, where you flick out your from the knees. Because, you know, to get those big pins up in the air to, you know, a trot would take some effort. Because isn't he, isn't he like fucking six foot ten or something? He's a giant. Well, in September, I would be running to get them vaccinated right now. And, and like was said a moment ago, you know, we used to do this as parents all the time for a variety of vaccinations. We've got yeah. to shape people. I mean, this this global pandemic that is, is you know, ravaging places and is so dangerous, we need to lock people in their own homes. I mean, the treatment is literally just the same as all of the baby vaccinations we've been doing for the last 50 years. It's the exact same. I mean, what are you, stupid? <laughs> It's, it's simultaneously the most important deadly issue whilst being the most mundane medical procedure. Isn't that funny? Wow, it's so serious yet so simple. It's, it's almost like it's too easy. I mean, we're handing them out for free. We've been so generous with you. It's, it's almost too simple. I mean, the answer is just literally right there. 
This is the most deadly, complicated world event that any of us have ever seen. We need to lock you in your own homes. But at the same time, curing it, I mean, it's just like when we were sending our kids to school. And I mean, the, the, the sad part is, the, the sad reality is, like, you know, the overwhelming majority of people who consume, that just makes sense to them. Like, not in a sarcastic, they're like, yes, 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 that mate, yes, he's a good leader. <laughs> what do you even, what do you even, how do you even find middle ground? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying, man, every day. Said a moment ago, yeah, we used to do this as parents all the time all for the a time. variety of vaccinations. Variety. There was so We've many. we got to shape people there was a, There was a range of vaccinations, uh, vaccinations back in the day. You could take your pick. We had apple strawberry, maple nut crunch. We had them all. So many vaccinations. And say, come on now. We tried voluntary. Now. You know, we could- Is he stealing Biden's lines now? What the fuck was that? <laughs> I think Bill de Blasio thinks, you know what? Biden is so damn popular. I'll have me some of that. Listen to this. Come on now. We try- Come on now. <laughs> he even said it the same way. And say, come on now. We tried. <laughs> come on now. Voluntary. You know, we could not have been more kind and compassionate. Oh, as a country. So compassionate. Free testing everywhere you turn. Free. Incentives. Friendly. I mean, I mean, free. It's all free. I, I saw um, I was reading a news report early. In fact, I'll fucking bring it. I'll show it to you right now. Uh, Pfizer, Pfizer raises 2021 COVID-19 vaccine sales forecast to $45.7 billion. Oh, they're just so generous. I mean, we, we've been so compassionate, haven't we? We've been so compassionate and so empathetic. I mean, we're doing everything we can. We're giving them away. We're giving people donuts and fries. Remember the fries? We're giving people Brooklyn's Nets tickets. Remember when he dressed up like a fucking... You know, 18-year-old wigger from, like, the early 90s. Remember that? Voice of reason with the diamond, except for the lockdown, the masks and the threats. Yes, except for all those. <laughs> Quote, Pfizer raises 2021 COVID-19 vaccine sales forecast to $45.7 billion. Hey, it's, it's, we've been compassionate. We're giving it to you for free. It's all about love. This love thing is getting expensive, man. Who's paying for that? Because <laughs> I don't know, Bill. I don't think you have $45 billion. I just don't. Maybe you do, squirreled away somewhere, but I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Anyway. All right. Tell you what. Let's take a quick uh, couple of minutes break. I'm going to refresh my beverage. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back on this Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. Stick around. I've been doing some looking into Boogie Bumper and his fancy voice there, fancy Australian voice. Turns out after a little bit of uh, scrutinizing in my uh, studio here, his voice is not natural. He uses uh, digital uh, tricks, studio magic, to make his voice sound deep uh, and low and nice. It's, it's actually not. It sounds like a, 
high-pitched kind of uh, weaselly voice, and also the accent, fake. Uh, another digital trick, studio magic. So sorry, Boogie, had to expose you, but it's, uh, you know, you've been riding too high for too long, sir. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We go with We go with Ian Michael. Glass Art, head of the British Garage Door Repairers and Glassmakers Association, Lord Clarence Cobblepot. Well, I, I truly have uh, no uh, hesitations. It's just uh, Ian Michael is a visionary, uh, possibly the most uh, wonderful, talented glassmaker we've ever seen. You know, of this generation, uh, I recommend him to all of our. Our, our service members and all of our, our union members require only the best in quality. Ian Michael Glass Art. Not just dildos and butt plugs. Do you suffer from mass hysteria? Not knowing whether to wear a mask or not. Do you suffer from paranoia, constantly in fear of Karens? Do you suffer from anti-laughism? The inability to laugh and smile no matter what happens to you? Well... It's Char Worthington here with Char Money Live, where you can have a chahootenanny of a good time. We have everything from current events to a chasource of a Karen, where these chickens just be going chug crazy. It's off the hinge. We even got Karen jumping off the trailers. We got Karens going chug crazy over french fries. We even have Karens that think they have the force. It's insane over here at Chamonix Live. So I appreciate you. Come on down. We got the phone lines. They're always open. We'd love to have you. Side effects may include dizziness, lack of oxygen due to hysterical laughing, and inability to shield off Karen's come within six feet of your vicinity, expansion of the mind due to the overload of factual information, not fake news, confidence of the lack of bullshit in your life, and the inability to become based. For instance, help with any of these symptoms, please contact the trauma and outline immediately or seek your closest woke friend and may be able to calm you during your time of transition from sleep to awake. The best way to describe Boogie Bumper is that he is a left-wing socialist criminal who should not be allowed to have any influence over anybody. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. Second little bit of the show, ladies and gentlemen, Wednesday night, Daily Movie Podcast. Thank you for joining us. So much more to get through in so little time. Tell you what, let's pick it up where we left off. But I promised you a little bit of a, an update from down here. And trust me, trust me, you're going to fucking like this, okay? I know I know, we're all getting sick of lockdown and news and COVID news. But honestly, I'm doing my best to find, you know, little cracks in the glass to see through. But you've got to understand, right here now... Yeah, in this in this news environment, it's it's a fucking barrage, man. It's just it's constant artillery fire. Bang! Daily cases, bang! Vaccination rates, bang! Another death, bang! 
Hospitals, bang. Money, bang. Jobs, bang. It's just constant, you know what I mean? So I'm doing my best to break out of it. But I think today I have found you. I think today I found you a nice little something. A tasty little something, like a little cupcake. Trust me, you're going to like it. It's a nice little... It's a nice little sweet reward for sitting through this. Good boys and girls. Trust me, it's going to be all right. <laughs> New South Wales COVID lockdown extended as state records 177, 177 new cases, ladies. 177. Remember what we were talking about on Monday where the politicians have now found themselves in this cycle of responding to case numbers instead of like other metrics like fatalities and whatnot. There are people, very scientific people, very intelligent people who think it's a bullshit metric to follow case numbers, right? Like this is not conspiracy theory. Uh, but the, the fact that the whole conversation, like the, the media conversation is about cases. You know why? Because 177 sounds a lot worse than one, right? We all know that. It's it's like it's like victims at a at a train wreck or something, you know. Hundreds the the death toll is up to such and such. The higher the number, the more the news. So the politicians have now found themselves kind of painted into this corner where they're responding to case numbers. And even though a lot of very scientific people think day-to-day, you know, kind of statistical um, overbearing on case numbers from one day to the next really isn't relevant to anything scientific. That that would be like saying, you know, uh, last year was the hottest year on record. And you're like, oh, okay, how far back do the records go? And they're like, 50 years. Like, oh. Yeah, because there was a lot of years before that. You know, even when we started counting, from when we started counting the years, there's been like nearly 2,000 of them. From 50 years ago. And and we weren't even counting before then. <laughs> right? So, going on a day-by-day a, a day basis to, to case numbers is kind of redundant. In You know, to anybody with any kind of respect for scientific uh, method and what, about it, very few people do in the press, I suspect. But, and, you know, again, the politicians have allowed themselves to be caught in this bear trap. So let's have a I look. I will be here. announcing now that uh, New South Wales will be, or Greater Sydney, will be in lockdown for a further four weeks. To the- Just four more weeks, you guys. <laughs> it's just four more weeks. That's it. That's all it is. Just four more I mean, come on, guys. We can do four more weeks. We're all in this together. We're all on the same side here. (laughs) The 28th of August. Uh, That includes all of Greater Sydney, the Central Coast, the Blue Mountains, Shell Harbour and Wollongong. Uh, Whilst we're closely looking at those areas outside the Sydney metropolitan area, based on the health advice, it's too risky at this stage. It's very risky. It's very risky. Just a quick reminder, five over five million people live in this city. <laughs> 177, wow. Something. Uh, the new rules, ladies and gentlemen, the, he, here are the changes. A 10-kilometre restriction on shopping. You can only travel 10 kilometres to buy things, which is nice. That'll keep people safe. 
Uh, a pathway for year 12 students to return to classrooms from August 16. What is the pathway? A pathway? You know what a, you know what pathway is lingo for? Have you ever known people who work for government departments? I have. I've known a lot of people who work for government departments. I never have. But, you know, a lot of my friends throughout the years have at one stage or another worked for a government department. Yeah, you know what... You know what a pathway means? A, a pathway is a document that a government department has produced after like 12 months of funding to, you know, suggest a whole bunch of measures that, you know, schools and whatnot need to take in order to be quote unquote COVID safe. That's what a pathway is. It's it's like, you know, maybe anywhere from two to ten people writing stuff that politicians read and then they talk to other public servants and then those public servants talk to other public servants all the while you're locked in your house right you're not allowed to go to work <laughs> you're banned but they, they, their work kind of continues in the background there and they come up with a whole you know set of rules and regulations that you should follow because they know what they're doing and you don't you don't know how to take care of yourself, so we'll take care of you for you. And that's what you're presented with. Uh, construction reopening in some settings. That's nice. Some settings. Uh, a support bubble for single people living alone, which I thought was a nice touch. Hey, you know what? <laughs> if you're at home alone, we got your back. Karen sent me flaccid with a diamond. Yay, you didn't predict the future yet. Again, stop. No, we won't stop. I'll never stop. Can't stop, won't stop. I'm afraid, Steph. A support bubble for single people living alone. A new financial support package for businesses and individuals. Don't worry, we've, we're going to pick up the bill. Okay. Don't you worry your sweet little... Don't you worry your sweet little souls about losing all this money and losing your job and losing the business. Don't even worry about that. Trust me, the government's got the bill, okay? You know what it's like? It's like it's like forcing It's like taking everything that somebody has and then showing up with a $10 note and saying, "Don't worry, I've got lunch." <laughs> oh, thanks. It's great. How nice of you. <laughs> How kind of you. Winning TV with a diamond. When do we break through the booster shot? Yeah. Don't worry. The boosters are coming. There's always going to be another outbreak. You realize that, don't you? Always going to be another, you know, cluster. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is what I wanted to show you. And this needs a little bit of setup. Um, there's a guy on radio here. He's... And trust... You know, the best that I can describe him to, you know, my American friends is he's like he's like our version of a Howard Stern, but with some key differences. Okay. There are some very key differences between Howard Stern and Kyle Sanderlands, a guy named Kyle Sanderlands. Now, I, my lovely wife, the Lady Boogs, she's been listening to Kyle Sanderlands for a while. <coughs> Pardon me. But I never really listened to him. But now, um, you know, every now and then if we're in the car or something, she throws it on. I listen to it. I, You know, he's pretty funny. I quite like him. He makes me laugh because he, he, what you have to, what you have to understand is uh, he's basically like the man in Australian radio. He's broken through. 
he's broken through that level of cancellation because he's been cancelled multiple times, you know, and he keeps coming back. Like, he was a judge on Australian Idol, which is obviously like American Idol, on you know, for one year, and then there was a controversial radio segment on his show, and then he got the sack for that. But, you know, three weeks ago, he just became, like, the number one in the country over all of, like, the news talkback. Because here's the thing. This guy's an FM radio guy, okay? And he just overtook, like, the imagine an FM radio station overtaking Rush Limbaugh in his heyday. That's pretty much what he's done. A few years ago, he left the radio station he was at where he was getting millions of dollars and went to a rival radio station and basically just does what he wants now. You know what I mean? He's, he's too big to cancel. And again, I don't really listen to it. Uh, sometimes my wife will put it on if we're in the car or whatever, and then I listen to it then, and I do find him pretty funny. He's very anti-PC, but um, if, you, if you cared about the political aspect, then I would say this. He's been attacked by the left and the right at different times, right? Which to me is like a green, that's a tick. That's a green tick. So he's been, you know, attacked by the right in the past for making jokes about like Mother Mary and shit, but he gets attacked from the left for being a sexist pig and stuff, right? So he's just kind of, I think, you know, very, he's just anti-PC. He was known on occasion when Trump was president, right? So the newsroom would read some news story and just do like the, you know, the Associated Press or the Reuters version of a story. And it'd be like, Trump is under pressure for saying racist things in the White House. And he was, because again, he's like the Howard Stern here. He can just do whatever he wants. He would interrupt the news broadcast, right? And say, uh, uh, excuse me, where'd you get that from? And then the news guy's like, um, what, what do you mean? And he'd, he'd go, no, no, explain. What are you talking about? What's that story? And he'd get the guy and the guy would be like, uh, I don't know. I just got it off the news website. And he's like, yeah, you see, that's the problem. This, 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 and this. It's full of shit, mate. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, that kind of a guy. So he can just say whatever the fuck he wants now and he's too big to cancel. So, now he is very white boy summer, okay? Let me show you how white boy summer this guy is. He's getting on now. He was living on the street when he was younger, right? So it's one of those stories. He was living on the street, he got into radio and now he's like a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. A, a lot of the days, he doesn't even go to the studio. Again, a Howard Stern kind of situation. He doesn't even go to the studio. He just gets high in his mansion and does the show from his fucking house. <laughs> so, like, the other people who are on the show with him, they'll go into the studio. <laughs> and he's like, nah, I'm not coming in. I'll just fucking... <sighs> he smokes a joint and he gets on the air. Like, it's a morning show, so it's on at, like, six in the morning. <laughs> and just does the shit from his home. <laughs> And sometimes he'll do the show from his, because he's got a house in America. He's got, I don't know, probably two or three houses in Australia. He's got definitely at least one house in America. Sometimes he'll just fly over to America and do the show from there, you know. And the other people are in the studio in, in Sydney. It's pretty fucking funny. So like I said, I, I don't mind him. He just makes me laugh. So here's a little bit of his background. I've given you a bit of background, right? This is all set up. I'm setting setting shit up here for you. So I've given you a bit of background. I've told you what he's like. He was a little bit of a pro-Trump guy, but you don't really know what he's like politically because everybody hates him or loves him. It's either that or the other. Uh, so here's how he celebrated his 50th birthday party in Sydney Harbour uh, about six weeks ago, just before the lockdown, believe it or not. 
Well, there's a wild party underway on the harbour tonight. Our cameras caught birthday boy Kyle Sanderlands. There he is, Wade. Look, look at the way they talk about him, birthday boy. <laughs> Heading out for his big 50th bash. It's quite the guest list on the King of Breakfast Radio's charter. King of Jeff Breakfast Fenix Radio. Jeff on board, along with Guy Sebastian, co-star Jackie O, of course. These are just like, you know, average Samantha Australian J celebrities. In full swing. Like that shit there, that's white boy summer. <laughs> I mean, look at this. Can you get any? Can you get any more white boy summer than that, ladies and gentlemen? I'm telling you, you'd love this guy. That's not one. That's not, look at that. <laughs> so he is, he is like a white boy summer kind of dude, kind of a bit chatty, which, for that reason, it breaks my heart. <laughs> To bring you this next item. It really does. Because I really do like him and I still really do like it. I, like, I'm not a, a guy who listens to it every day, but when I listen to it, I like him. So, it is with great sadness that I have to bring this to you because for all of the background and all of the context, he's a very, very, and this isn't necessarily bad. Uh, he's a very, you know, pro-vaccine guy. Go out there, get the vaccines. Don't be a dickhead, okay? Which is fine. I don't have any problem with that. And uh, he released this. <laughs> he released this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, in an effort to get people behind the push. You know, do the right thing. Uh, we trust the science and whatnot. Maybe I'll just let this speak for itself. <laughs> And listen, we are back with a brand new injection. Someone grabbed a hold of you tightly, rolled up your sleeves with a daily or nightly. Will this ever stop? Yo, we don't know. But stuck in lockdown, really blow. Too many people think Vax is a scandal. Take two shots and COVID's handle. <laughs> Foggy in the chat, who's a fellow Australian, Fog says, no, Kyle, no. <laughs> See, this is the cupcake that I promised you. <laughs> this is the sweet little tasty treat at the end of the punishment that I promised you. This. <laughs> I told you you'd like it. I told you it was going to be good. Pfizer or AstraZeneca. Mm, what rhymes with AstraZeneca? I do appreciate... <laughs> I do appreciate... See, the thing... He's just being a dickhead, right? It is awful. And it is... But he's... He, but that's the thing. He's a very pro-vaccine guy. But when he did the pro-vaccine thing, he's doing it to be a dickhead as well. It's... Uh, <laughs> And I, I do appreciate I do appreciate that he's rapping in an Australian accent because you know you got to represent. Too many people think Vax is a scandal. Take two shots and COVID's handle. Pfizer or AstraZeneca? Mm, what rhymes with AstraZeneca? Oh yeah, America. One of a hundred places you can travel to. So just relax, lay down your tinfoil hats and just get Vax. So we can go back to the old ways, shaking hands, kissing strangers all day. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
want to fucking dig it. <laughs> Shaking hands, kissing strangers all day. Fuck, man. And that, when I when I watched that a little bit earlier, it just got me a little bit reminiscent. It got me a little bit nostalgic. Because when it's all said and done, it's nowhere near the best vaccination awareness song that I've seen. Nowhere near it. And those of you who were around that day, that fabled day, that is, you know, etched into the story of time itself, where we found the greatest vaccination song ever. You'll remember this like I remember it. Because you were there. So I thought to take us out, because I'll be back tomorrow. Um, stick around, follow some of our friends. Uh, everybody's favourite lover of French women was around earlier. Give him a fucking follow. Give him a follow. Uh, winning TV, one step too far in the chat. Give one step a follow. Well, follow him while you can because he doesn't stick around long. He gets banned very often. So I guess you just got to keep following them as they come up. Um, Irrational Times will be on. Coffee Talk with Sandra. Uh, Royce was in here earlier. Give Daywave a follow. Hey, Boogie, stop being a homo. Royce was around, working on my Royce. I'll get there. I'll get there. Hey, Boogie, you're disappointing me. I'm getting there. Um, yeah, so follow all our dudes. JJ, Frozen Asian, Winning TV tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, 7 p.m. Winning TV. Uh, Joy of Pessy, Minister of Fun, Kimmy, give everyone a follow. So I thought to take us out, let's do the best COVID awareness song, the vaccination awareness song, ladies and gentlemen, which comes direct from the Singapore government. So, you know, even though I like Kyle and that was pretty good, uh, it, it comes nowhere close to this. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow at six. Help. Okay, let's go. Some silly, some silly. Guess who's back? It's Uncle Bob. And me, Rosie. Everybody, it's time to vaccinate. Fast out, no time to waste. But you are easy, confirm say. Aya, Rosie, come on, be brave. The vaccine is not, not anyhow whack. And against COVID, it will we'll protect. Singapore, don't wait and see. Better get your shot. Steady for be free. Faster, go and vaccinate. Don't delay your way one way. I'm not sure, I'm quite afraid. Chronic illnesses, mild allergies, all of these can take. There you see. If not sure, relax, don't, don't panic. panic. Ask your, your doctor, doctor at the clinic. It's safe for most, including elderly. Cause the government the med check properly. Singapore, don't wait and see. Better get your shot. Steady for BP. Faster go and vaccinate. Don't delay your way. I'll be back tomorrow, 6pm, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us, by the way. Thank you to everyone who shared the show out. Thank you to everyone who contributed to the show with the lemons. Thank you very much. Don't spread it! Okay, sing. There you go.
Thank you for the diamond. See you next time.